Do you ever wonder if your life really matters? Pastor Rick says God has a good plan and purpose for your life. This is Pastor Rick's Daily Hope, the audio broadcast ministry of Pastor Rick Warren. Today we continue in our series called Live Your Calling. What on earth am I here for? In these lessons, you'll discover that real meaning and significance come from understanding and fulfilling God's purpose for you here on earth. This September, when you join our Partner in Hope family by signing up for automated monthly giving, we'll send you a special welcome gift as our way of saying thanks. To find out more, go to PastorRick.com or you can text the word DAILY to 800-600-5004. Right now, here's Pastor Rick Warren with part two of a message called, Why God Made You. The whole reason the universe exists, you wanna know why the universe exists. God wanted a family. He wanted children. Now he didn't need us, but he wanted us. He wanted to show his love to something. So he created us as objects of his love. And he created the entire universe to create this galaxy, to create this planet, so it's on an axis. Do you know that one degree this way, we'd burn up, and one degree this way, we'd freeze up? It's just the perfect uh, uh, angle that would sustain life at this point from the sun, just so he could create the human race, just so he could create you, just so he could love you. That's how valuable you are to God. God thought you up before he thought up the universe. The Bible says this very clearly that you were the focus of his love. Ephesians chapter one, verse five. God's unchanging plan, and never has changed, has always been to adopt us into his own family. Whoa, whoa, whoa. By bringing us to himself through Jesus Christ. And this gave him, God, great pleasure. God wanted a family and wanted you to be a part of it. God never meant for you to go through life alone. Whether you marry or not is irrelevant. Whether you are, uh, your family stays together, splits up, is irrelevant at this point. God wanted you in his family. And the first thing he told Adam was, it's not good for man to be alone. You're made to be in a spiritual family that he created to take care of you so you're not lonely in life. And by the way, I've said this before, your spiritual family is going to outlast your physical family. No physical family lasts. People grow up, they move off, they get married, they start their own family, people divorce, people die, people separate. No physical family lasts forever. But your spiritual family is gonna last forever and ever and ever. In fact, it's the only thing on planet Earth that is gonna last forever and ever and ever. Your spiritual family. First Peter chapter one says this, verse three. God has given us the privilege of being born again so that we are now members of God's family, God's own family. Circle that word members. Now I I said this last week, or a couple weeks ago, that when you were born physically, you automatically became a part of the human race. You didn't have a choice. You didn't have a choice. You automatically became a part of the human race. But you didn't become a part of a spiritual family, or a physical family, until somebody chose to take you home. Being a part of God's family is not automatic. It's a choice. Now listen to me very closely on this. 
Are you telling me that everybody is not a child of God? That's exactly what I'm telling you. You gotta choose to be in God's family. You gotta let him adopt you. Everybody is created by God. Everybody is loved by God. God has never made a person he didn't love. God has never made a person he did not want in his family, but he gives you the choice and he's not gonna force you in. A lot of people choose to opt out. They are not children of God because they choose to opt out. And God's not gonna force you into an adoption. You gotta want to be adopted into his family. Now what is God's family? First Timothy chapter three says, that family is the church. The family is the church of the living God, the support and foundation of the truth. Now notice that the church is not an organization the church is not an institution. The church is not a political entity. It's not a business. Uh, it's not a, a, a society. It's not an organization. God says the church is a family. It's God's family. And we are children of God, which makes us brothers and sisters in the family of God. And God's purpose for your life is not just to know him and love him, but to belong to his family. He doesn't want you just to believe, he wants you to belong, to be connected. A, a Christian without a church family is an orphan. Now it says that that family is a church, the support and foundation of the truth. Circle support and foundation. What happens when a building has no support and foundation? It collapses. And we see that all around us. We see collapsed marriages. Many of you grew up in a family where the marriage collapsed. We see it in collapsed businesses. We see it in collapsed dreams. We see it in collapsed economies. We see it in the collapsed weather. We see it in, in collapsed health. When you don't have the support and foundation of God's family, you're not gonna make it through the tough times of life. You need support and you need a foundation. And the Bible says, that is the church, God's family. You cannot fulfill God's purposes for your life by yourself. Sorry, you can't. You can try, but you will fail. You cannot fulfill the purpose God made you for by yourself. We're better together. We're made to be in community. We're made to be in harmony. We're made to be in family. We're made to be in relationship. That's why you need the spiritual support of a spiritual family. And the Bible says in 1 Peter 2.17, love your spiritual family. Now, let's review. I said that God put you on this planet for 80 years, 100 years at most, to practice what you're gonna do in heaven. He wants you to practice here. This, this, this life is preparation for the next. And one of the things you're gonna do in heaven is love God, so he wants you to practice here. He wants you to learn how to love him here. He wants you to learn to worship here, because we're gonna worship in heaven. And the other thing, we're gonna fellowship in heaven. We're gonna love each other in the family of God. That's called fellowship. What's he want you to do? He wants you to practice here. He wants you to learn how to love God and how to learn other people, love other people here on earth so when you get to heaven, you're not a doofus. You know exactly what to do. So write this down. The second purpose of my life, what on earth am I here for, is to learn to love others. Learn to love others. And the place you learn to love others is in God's family. 
The church is the laboratory for learning how to love. You don't learn how to love in business. You don't learn how to love in school. You don't learn how to love competing with other people in sports. The church, God's family, is the laboratory for learning real love. Now I've heard people say this. Well, I don't really need the church. I, all I need to do is get alone in nature and then I can love God. Well, that's true. Actually, that's, that is true. And God created that nature and that's why we feel close to God in nature. And it is true, you can get alone in nature and, and love God. But you can't get alone in nature and love other people and that's the second purpose of your life. And your life has more than one purpose, it has five. And the only way you're gonna learn to love people, I hate to tell you this, is by getting around some unlovely people. Now don't look at them. Every, you gotta be around unloving people. I've told you this before. If you can't think who are the unlovely people in my life, I hate to tell you this, it's you. Okay. Now, God wants us to learn to love real people with all of their quirks and their faults and their flaws and their, their social you know, mess ups and things like that. God wants you to learn real love real people, not ideal people. You know, all love people in heaven, yeah, in heaven. To dwell above with those we love, that will be a glory. But to dwell below with those we know, that's another story. God says, no, no, this is why you're here, not in heaven first. I want you to learn real love where it's difficult, where you have to learn that love is a choice. Romans 12 verse five says this. We belong to each other and each of us needs all the others. You will not make it in your purposes in life without being a part of a spiritual family. Number three, write this down. God created me to become like Christ. That's the third purpose in life. God created me to become like Christ. And once you understand this, life's gonna make a whole lot more sense because God wants you to grow up spiritually and the model of perfection is Jesus. Jesus is the only perfect human being who ever lived because he was God come to earth in human form. He lived a perfect life. He showed us exactly what it meant to be fully human. So God wants you to learn to think like Jesus, to act like Jesus, to respond like Jesus, to talk like Jesus, to value like Jesus. This is the third purpose in your life. Once you're born into the family, God wants you to grow up in the family, and the model for growth is Jesus Christ. Now, God is far more interested, don't miss this, God is far more interested in who you are than what you do. We're always worried about, what does God want me to do? God, what job should I have? Where should I go to work? Where should I go to school? What should I do? And we're always worried about what we should do. God is much more interested not in what you do, but in what you become. And the reason why is, you're not taking your career to heaven. You're not taking your car to heaven. You're not taking your cash to heaven, how much money you're making. You're not taking your china to heaven, you're taking your character. The only thing that's going to heaven after your 80 years or so here on earth is you. You're not taking any of your accomplishments, you're not taking any of your achievements, you're not taking any of your acquisitions, you're not taking any of your things you've piled up, stockpiled, money, materialism, stuff like that. None of that's going to heaven. 
The only thing that's going to heaven is the person you became, the man you became, the woman you became. The only thing you're taking to heaven is your character. And God puts you on this planet to develop your character, to grow up spiritually, and to become like Jesus Christ. Because that's what he's interested in. He's not interested in what you do. He's interested in who you are. Now let me show you a couple verses. Romans chapter 8, verse 29. From the very beginning, God decided that those who came to him, and all along he knew who would, he knows who's going to come into his family, he knows who's going to accept him, who's going to let him adopt him into the family. All along he knew who would, he decided that those who came to him should become like his son. It's always been the plan of God that you become like Jesus. Colossians 1.15, we look at the son, Jesus, and see God's original purpose in everything created. Now this is not plan B, it's been God's plan from the very beginning, even before Adam sinned. God created Adam and said, let's make man in our image. From the very beginning, God has been wanting to make us like himself. Now, God doesn't want you to become a God. You're never going to become a God. Never, 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 never. You're never going to be a God. Now, there's a whole movement out there called New Age Movement that says, you're a God. You're a goddess. God is within you. You're the God. You're the master of your universe. You're not a God. You're not even a mini-me God. I mean, if you're a God, why don't you solve all your problems? You're not a God and you never will be. You can't solve the problems of the world. You can't solve your own problems. You're not a God. And, and, and that new age is actually, Satan told this to Eve in the Garden of Eden. It's the first lie. He said, eat this fruit and you'll be God. It's not new age, it's old lie. In fact, it's the oldest lie that you're a God. That is the oldest lie in the universe. You're never gonna be a God. But God says, I don't want you to be a God, I want you to become godly. That means, have, tell the truth like I tell the truth. Be faithful like I'm faithful. Love like I love. Be patient and forgiving like I'm patient and forgiving. God says, I want you to be godly. I want you to become like me in character, in wisdom, in, in your values and in who you are. Now, when things happen to you, the, the normal question you ask is the word, why? Why is this happening? Why is this happening to me? Why is this happening now? And the answer to all the why questions of life is this, to make you like Jesus. To make you like Jesus. If God's gonna make you like Jesus, he's gonna take you through everything Jesus went through. And Jesus wasn't spared from difficulty. Was there times when Jesus was lonely? Yes. Time when he was misunderstood? Yes. Were there times when Jesus was disappointed by people? Yes. Were there times when he was tempted to be discouraged and give up? Yes. Were there times when he was just tempted? Yes. And if God let his own son go through all that, don't you think he's gonna let you go through it too? Yes. Why? Because he's more interested in your character than your comfort. This is not the comfort side of life. Comfort's gonna come in eternity. Comfort's gonna come in heaven. This is the classroom side of life where you are to learn, and some things you only learn through difficulty. This is Pastor Rick's Daily Hope. We're so happy you've chosen to study along with us today. 
If you'd like to receive hope and encouragement every day, delivered right to your inbox, then sign up for Rick's free daily devotional by going to PastorRick.com right now. Rick will be back to close out our time today, but first, over the last couple of years, we've all experienced worldwide changes and events that have impacted us in profound and sometimes unimaginable ways. For many of us, those changes will impact our lives for years to come. Pastor Rick believes that now more than ever, people need God's Word and the hope that it brings. That's why he'd like to invite you to become a partner in hope. Here's Rick to tell you more. No matter where you're listening to this program right now around the world, I want to thank you for your support of Daily Hope. Your prayers and your financial contributions are literally helping people all over the world learn about the hope that we have in Jesus. Did you know that in just this short time, people from over 200 countries have visited the Daily Hope website? And we have listeners all throughout the United States, India, Africa, South America, Australia, Korea, Hong Kong, Europe, all over the Middle East. In fact, right now, someone's listening to this broadcast and getting to know Jesus because of your prayer and because of your financial support. So I just wanted to say thank you. Your support means so much to me personally, and I want you to know that I take your trust very seriously. Every single dollar you donate to Daily Hope goes right back into the ministry. You know that I don't take a salary from Daily Hope. You're never going to hear about Kay and me opening a private jet or, or some boat because we want to invest as much as possible into God's kingdom because that's what's going to matter for eternity. Jesus said, do not store up for yourselves treasure on earth. And I believe Jesus meant it when he said that. Now, we want Daily Hope to reach more and more people. So I would appreciate you prayerfully continuing your support of this ministry. Would you pray about it? Here's the prayer I want you to pray. God, what do you want to give through me? I would love to have you as a partner in hope. If you choose to become a partner in hope with automated monthly giving, we'll also send you a very special welcome gift to show our appreciation. Go to PastorRick.com or just text the word daily to 800-600-5004. That's PastorRick.com or the word daily to 800-600-5004. Be sure to join us again next time as we look into God's Word for our daily hope. This program is sponsored by Pastor Rick's Daily Hope and your generous financial support.